right? Like nothing that I've ever found is like a following. Like for example, no job that I've ever heard about, no job that I've ever found where you can press a button, you can click send and $100,000 flows into your bank account magically. Like there's just not many things like that that exist. But when you build a passionate following of people that you've added value to and you've really helped change their life, they'll buy anything from you. Welcome to the Internet Jet Set Podcast. Now, this podcast is made for those who are tired and want to ditch their corporate lives and work for themselves and experience everything that the freedom of self-employment has to offer. So on this podcast, my guest and I will share tactical ways in which you can work for yourself and the blueprint to get started building the life of your dreams. So visit me on my YouTube channel, John Cristani on YouTube for more exclusive content and to get access to a free training course to help you get started with your first profitable internet business. Hey Jet Setters, John Cristani here, super pumped to have this guest on with you today. He is the Amazon FBA King, Kevin David, the mentor. He's huge on YouTube, has hundreds of thousands of subscribers. He's helped thousands and thousands of people quit their jobs, start working for themselves on, you know, creating their own Amazon business. And uh, he's been very successful himself. He has a, he has a cool house in, where is it? San Diego? San Diego, yeah. San Diego. He has, uh, he has some, he's some fancy cars. He, uh, I don't know how he is on the like girlfriend uh, situation, but he's got, he's got the house and the car. So that's all cool. Welcome <laughs> onto the podcast, Kevin David. How are you yeah, doing? Yeah, you here, man. I mean, I've been, I've been following you for a while. It's funny. I like sent you a, a Facebook message like eight months ago and you like just accepted <laughs> it and like responded. <laughs> <laughs> oh, where, where'd you, where did you first find about me from my douchey, uh, douchey YouTube ads? I think I, I forget exactly where I first saw you. I was like, man, that guy has such a nice beard. Cause like you know, my, my, my beard has been growing for like 29 years. How, how you see it right here. So, you know, um, it's, your, 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 butt chin is cute, man. Your butt chin. <laughs> yeah. The butt chin is, is basically, I've been trying to hide it, but unfortunately my beard won't cooperate and grow. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. That's funny. I used to, I used to, uh, we, I used to, uh, be, uh, I actually, I was just on, uh, Kevin's podcast. We were talking about how I used to work corporate. When I worked corporate, we actually—I was clean as a whistle. I was—I uh, can't imagine it. Like once you see somebody, like, could you imagine James Harden without a beard now? Because I can't. No, no, not at all, not at all. It's funny. I run into people around LA, and they're like, "Oh, I'll say hi," and they'll be like, "Who the heck are you?" Like, <laughs> yeah. So cool, man. You've been you've been super inspirational and uh, to so many people. I mean, I, I, I see on your YouTube, I see the comments. People are just like, you've changed my life. I'm I'm in your ninjas group. And it's just like unfreaking believable how much how many people you've showed the way for like quitting their jobs because of you. It's how does that feel like you've you've helped so many people quit their jobs. I even see people quitting their jobs. Like they haven't even started making a ton of money yet. And like, you're influencing so many people to just be like, I'm doing this. Like how it's how's holding that responsibility. I mean, it's crazy. Like when you're first starting as an entrepreneur, like it was kind of two stages. Like the first stage is like, I need to make money. Right. Cause like everybody has like, I mean, everyone needs to eat and everyone needs to like have yeah. a room, things like that. And most people, as they start an entrepreneur, they have to quit their job, right? So yeah. that means they have to make as much as they made at their job or else people, you know, don't really like that. Yep. So 
once I kind of had enough money, I was like, you know, because when I was younger, I was like, oh, the people who say that, um, you know, money doesn't buy happiness are just poor. Like, I remember like thinking that. <laughs> and, but like now that I now that I have more money than I need, I understand what that kind of like idiom and like cliche means, because additional money, once you have enough, doesn't make you happier. What makes me happier is seeing other people exit that like terrible situation that I was trapped in. Cause I was, I was corporate too. Like I was an accountant. Um, <clears throat> not everyone knows that. And it was terrible, bro. Like I had to, like, it was like 90 minutes in the morning on, on highway 101 in the Bay area, like just oh, like, stop and go traffic. Like, and I would stay till eight thirty nine PM. So I, so I could get home in 40 minutes instead of an hour and a half leaving at five. So it's like, I would stay longer to dodge traffic. And then it ended up being like 12 hour days. And then I would go work out and I'd have like this internal battle every single day being like, Oh, I'm so exhausted, but I know I have to work out. And like, you know, you'd watch one episode of Netflix and all of a sudden it would be midnight and then you'd be, you'd feel anxiety having to wake up at six 30 and do it all again. And I was like, God, this is like not what I want. Like I have to figure out something else. And so I started like trying to Google stuff and kind of doing what everyone always does when they try to make money online, like trying to figure it out, like being like, that kind of looks like a scam. Like I'm, I'm scared about that. Like, are these people actually making money? And then, you know, I tried a bunch of stuff that failed. It's kind of boring to talk about. And then Amazon really worked for me. It made perfect sense in my brain. Cause like I bought like, you know, I bought uh, toothpaste, I bought toilet paper, I bought everything off Amazon and like, so did all my friends. And so I was like, if everyone's buying stuff on Amazon, like there must be like people selling random stuff on Amazon. So I started looking um, and I found this, this one guy, his name is Greg Mercer. And I read all of his stuff and I was like, Oh baby, I'm going all in. And so I, I went all in and I, I bought six products all at the same time. Um, I put them on one shipping container um, and I shipped them all at, like to, to save a bunch of money. And I started selling all six of them um, at the same time. In the first week being live on Amazon, I was making a thousand dollars a day. Um, and I was, and I was making like wow. 2000. Yeah. My first week, it was crazy. A thousand revenue to be specific though. It was about 500 and it was about $530 profit per day. And so that was significantly more than I was making at my, at my nine to five job. So I was like, all right, guys, I'm fucking out. <laughs> um, and I left my nine to five job, um, and just kind of focused on Amazon. Wow, dude, that's, that's a big come up. Now I'm wondering, I've, I've heard some pretty funny, funny stories about when, when you got your start, actually. I have some little inside information here. Let's but when did you first realize you wanted to be an entrepreneur? I mean, I was like, I didn't understand what an entrepreneur was, to be like perfectly transparent. Like, because my parents are like super traditional. Like, I love them. They supported me. They're perfect parents. But like, they were the type of people being like, go get a safe job, save for retirement, like be safe, be conservative, make the safe choice. Like that's like, I just had that in my ear, like my whole life. Yep. And so I didn't understand what an entrepreneur was, like to be perfectly honest. Like I was always doing like weird little like side hustles, like buying and selling random stuff, like buying and selling like, t like concert tickets and like being like, Oh my God, like I bought this for $20 and I sold it for 60. It's the same thing. Like that, you know, I just made more than you know a full day at subway or whatever you know whatever people's normal jobs are i actually heard i actually had heard you were scalping tickets in uh, college I, that's I, I was yeah dude i was making i was making six figures buying and selling tickets no way in yeah, college bro. no not in college it, well actually i guess it was like my late in college it was so like me and my buddies got like weirdly good at buying and selling tickets like for example um there's this play called um hamilton 
And like we, and this is scummy. Like I don't talk about this, but I'll talk about it with you on your podcast. <laughs> that, this, is a, this is a dark time in my life. In my life. <laughs> so we bought and sold uh, Hamilton tickets, which is like this kind of like goofy, like yeah. singing play. Or I don't even how know. Old, how, how old are you at this time, by the way? I was like probably 23 okay. or 24. Or, okay. or something. I don't exactly remember, but it was, it was years ago. Yeah. Uh, and so we bought Hamilton tickets and that same day we, I bought two and we sold them for $5,000 profit each what? in the same day. What? It, it was like, I, I was making, I made more in that day than four months at my job. And I was like, Oh my God, like what is all this stuff? And so we, we started kind of like really mastering buying and selling t- like event tickets and we were making like six figures more or more doing it. Holy shit. That, that's insane. That's, that's big money. It was crazy, dude. Like another, another example, we bought a, a Dell tickets at um, whatever the arena where the Warriors play is called. Uh, forget. The Golden State Warriors arena. Oh, Oracle. And we bought uh, a Dell tickets and we made 2,500 profit each on those two in the same day. Sold them on StubHub. It was crazy. But I mean... You know, I was, I always knew that wasn't sustainable, uh-huh. but it was basically funding me traveling the world. Cause I, I traveled off and on for five straight years. Like I've been to every continent except for um, Antarctica and I almost went to Antarctica, but I was like, do I really want to go to Antarctica or do I yeah. literally just do that to say that I've been to every continent? Yeah. <laughs> so I ended up not, but you know, I needed a way to fund myself and you can do tickets from anywhere in the world cause they're all digital anyways. And so I was kind of funding myself, trying to figure out what I wanted to do. Um, and then I kind of transitioned into Amazon and it was like much less like scummy uh, type of situation. So when did, when did you, uh, I, I guess, when did you really get serious about, about being like an entrepreneur and working for yourself? Was it, as you said, when you like, or like, I guess, you know, there's some point during your job, but yeah, when did you, when did you get really serious about, you said you came, you started Googling all this, like why? There's, Why did that start happening? Were you at the gym one day and you're just like, well, there was, so there's kind of two moments. Like there was like mm-hmm. the moment where I was like, okay, I I'm like, I'm like dedicated enough. And it's so like, you know, smart enough to make m- enough to live and travel. Mm-hmm. That was like kind of like the first like quote unquote serious. But then when I really got serious was, was, um, in 2017, right? Like 20, like the first time I ever sold a digital product was May 17th, 2017. So it was like 20 months ago or something like that. And, you know, in the past 18 or less months, you know, we've done over $10 million in in digital course sales. So that's when I got like really serious about entrepreneurship. That's when we started making like really significant amounts of money. But, you know, even when I was like 15, I was like doing like random little stuff to like make enough money to like not have to go get a normal job. So it's like, it depends what you mean by that. But there was a moment at my job, it was Friday at 8 p.m. and there was like this flickering like fluorescent light and like this is so cliche but it, it actually happened like this yeah there was flickering uh fluorescent light and i was like looking at it and it was like 8 p.m my friends were texting me they were going to this concert called um beyond wonderland it was like a festival yeah yeah um, in the bay and like i love electronic music and i was like oh i really want to freaking go to this and like they were texting me and i was like all right well it's like you know it's 8 p.m like i I, you know, I did my work or whatever. And they're like, Oh, well, you know, Kevin, like, you know, we, we all have to put our time in. And I was like, yeah, but like, yeah, I remember saying like, yeah, but like, you know, this, this was advertised to me as a nine to five job. And they're like, Oh, well, you know, you can leave if you, if you want to, but like, we're all like, there's more work to do, like trying to guilt trip me. And I was like, all right, I got to freaking do something else. Like, I hate this. And so, you know, I, I ended up not going to my the concert and I was like, I literally just went back to my desk. My work was already done, but I couldn't leave because they're guilt tripping me. 
And I started Googling like, how do I make money online? That's crazy, dude. I totally know what you're saying when you say that like flickering fluorescent light and like, you could like hear it like, yeah. like, yeah, I, I just like, oh, I have nightmares about that moment, bro. Dude, that is gnarly. I, it brings me back to like, uh, I'm just thinking of like, I don't know, like, uh, in the, what is it? Neo in, in the matrix when he's in that like long cubicle thing and he's just, he's just going crazy. Like, it's just, I don't know. It's just endless drum. It sucks. When, so when did you, how did you, uh, so you got, you, you said how you got your first break. It was, you just, you, it was Amazon. you bought, you bought some products and you were like, wow, this worked. Yeah. Now, why do you think, obviously there've been a lot of people who've tried Amazon businesses and, you know, not made it work immediately. Why do you think you succeeded and, you know, others, you know, like others didn't at the time? Like what? I think the, the, the reason that people fail is number one, they don't start, right? And that's kind of like a bullshit like answer. But like, sure. really, like people get so caught up in decision process where they're like, oh, I got to find the perfect product. I got to find the perfect product. They never, they, they never do anything. Mm-hmm. Right? That's the number one biggest yep. like cause of, of, of not succeeding on Amazon. No question. Mm-hmm. Right, and I've had six thousand people or more come through my Amazon program, so I, I, you know, I really know the answer to this. The second thing is, people think that you can just like go and sell anything on Amazon, like just go find like the crappiest piece of shit off of Alibaba and sell it on Amazon, and like all of a sudden it's, you're just gonna make a bunch of money. But that's not how it works, right? Like when Shopify first started, you could literally put up like an ad on Facebook for like a cat necklace and like immediately start making a thousand dollars a day. But like now. It's not like that. Like businesses evolve, right? And is it impossible to make money on Shopify? Of course not, right? But businesses mature. And so you have to kind of like keep up with that. And so I evaluated the market and I was looking for something that was small, that was very cheap, and that I could sell consistently and that had giftability, right? Because what does giftability give you? Giftability means it's, it's taboo to return a gift, right? So like you're going to have a very low refund rate. You're going to have spikes during holiday seasons. You're going to have a lot of benefits with very few detriments. And so I, I looked for kind of holes in the market where, you know, the demand outweighed the supply and that also had a giftable factor. And, you know, that was kind of the mentality that I went into. And so I found products that, you know, at the end of the day had a, had a landed cost after cost of goods sold and, and shipping of 96 cents. And we were selling it for $19.99, right? And like during Christmas, like we would sell thousands of units because they were gift products, right? So like we would do 50% of our revenue from January 1st to November 31st and 50% of our revenue in just December, right? So it was like crazy. We were doing hundreds of thousands of dollars in, in one month. And that's the power of Amazon, right? Like it, you'd have to have like a massive staff to be able to fulfill that. But Amazon has these basically like infinite fulfillment centers to take care mm. of if you don't mind me asking, what was that product? Yeah, I actually don't mind. I don't, I don't usually talk about it. But um, so the original products that we sold were actually, um, they were kind of like novelty coffee mugs. So what we figured out was uh, there were certain, certain niches that were saturated and there were certain niches that weren't. So like, for example, like no one sold, like there was, there was like, I love you mom coffee mugs, but there was no, not a single coffee mug for like ants or uncles. And so we made one that said, I love my aunt. And it was like a picture of an aunt. It literally still exists today on Amazon. Uh, and it was, it was selling thousands of dollars worth every day. And during December, wow. it was insane, bro. And like, we, we made like, you know, all these different models kind of filling the holes that had more demand than they had supply. I um, mean, we just became like the number one 
you know, top, top few coffee mug distributors. We were selling hundreds of thousands of coffee mugs a year. That's nuts, dude. Dude, that's such a like small little niche, like, like an, a coffee mug that says, I love my aunt. Like, it's such a, like, I, I don't know. It's such a small thing in my so mind. Like, like such a niche so thing. massive. Like people Thousands. don't understand it. Like Amazon has millions of people independently searching every day. Like, like literally the, uh, over a hundred million people in the USA have Prime. Think about that. Like, and that was like, they released that stat like over a year ago. So it's probably more than that. So it's like one out of every three or four people you see every day, anywhere in the USA has Prime. That's like, crazy. that's crazy. Like Amazon is a monster and people just don't understand the scale because you can't really understand it until you're selling like a thousand mugs in a single day. <laughs> that's insane. Dude, that is, that is so, that is such a cool thing though. So basically just... I don't know. You found you found a little hole in the market, and and you filled it, and uh, you you quit your job, bro, and you're doing pretty good. So <laughs> yeah, no, it was so it was so funny, like because like people used to ask me what I was doing, like what I did for work, like when I was traveling, and I told people that I was a mug salesman. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. That's so cool. That that's awesome, by the way. And any any by the way, for people for people looking to learn more about how to get started with an Amazon business, by the way, I suggest if you want to learn more about that, go over to this guy's YouTube channel. This guy is a uh, beast and has a lot of great information. Or just just take one of his courses because he has a whole you have you have a whole course where you just break down like how to get started in something, right? Yeah. So, I mean, <laughs> dude, it was crazy. Like a, a month or two ago, we had a woman who came in as a beginner. She did 511 G's in one month. What? $511,000 in a month. In one month. A yeah. Month. It, it was December to be, to be transparent, but still like uh, $511,000 in one month is insane. And she was literally scratch, zero, beginner, never sold a product in her life. Started Amazon in my course, did 511 Gs in December, this, this most recent December. She's having an easy rest of the year or for, you know, <laughs> this, this, this new year. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. really cool. So taking a different step here, kind of, I don't know, I'm just wondering, do you, do you have, what, what are your goals? You, I mean, you have a business that's cranking along, you know, other than getting a, a girlfriend, you know, what are, what are your personal <laughs> goals? I mean, other than uh, do you, you have, have, do you have goals? I don't know. Yeah, I mean, my my, my number one goal is to to grow a beard like yours at some. Point. <laughs> <laughs> I, I probably have to like lather like Rogaine on my on my chin for the rest of my life to. to it's getting grow. a little. Uh, it's getting a little uh, scraggly. I have to go to the. No, I mean, so so my my goals are are simplification, right? Like what 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 happens with me is I I take on too much and then I don't end up doing things as well as I could, and so I think that's a, a struggle that a lot of entrepreneurs as they reach like a certain level, like at the beginning you're just trying to figure it out, right? Anything that works, you're throwing a bunch of darts and things like that, and then whichever sticks, you kind of double down on. Yeah. Once you get to be like once you start to make you know, hundreds of thousands or even, you know, millions of dollars a month, it's very difficult to prioritize your time correctly. Um, you're like running staffs and you have management duties and, you know, there's all these different kind of pulls at your time. Uh, for me personally, like what I'm, what I'm focusing on now is um, <clears throat> three things and three things only, right? 
systemization is kind of occurring. That's not the thing that I'm focusing on, but it's occurring. And, and I do, I do spend my time doing that. I, I've hired kind of an, a CE, a COO to kind of take over that and start systemizing things, add SOPs and, and things like that, standard operating procedures. Um, so that's kind of all happening. Like as every day, you know, progresses, we get closer and closer towards true like systems and procedures. My time and my goals for, for 2019 are threefold. Right, DCS, which is my new and final course that I'll ever make, uh, which stands for Digital Course Secrets, um, teaching people, you know, how I went from zero to ten million dollars in, in eighteen months uh, with no followers, nothing, like no no skills at digital courses, like literally just from scratch. Um, so that's like my big focus, and we're kind of launching that program um, in mid early to mid April. So DCS, YouTube, because YouTube totally changed my life, right? Like we're, we're going to hit 450,000 subscribers in the next like day or two, which is just insane to even say that's like, you know, 10 football stadiums full of people that are interested in what I have to say, which is just hard to imagine at this point, but it's just incredible. You know, I feel super grateful for it. And then number three, right, is software. So we have uh, three software suites that were, that were kind of, we use to facilitate my current ecosystems like we have an amazon suite that like gives people keyword keyword data launching right all the kind of tools that they need to like run a successful fba business um shop inspect uh, which is a, a product research tool to help people find the most viral products on e-commerce um in the world which is an incredibly powerful tool um and then one that um i haven't released yet for the public but is going to totally um take over the the kind of internet marketing space and help with conversions and tracking and a lot of the things that don't exist now now that we've had to kind of jerry rig with uh, Zapier, we're actually building um, to help other marketers, which is you know going to be it's going to be cool for you too at some point. I'm I'm sure. Uh, so those are the only things I focus on. So every decision and every new thing that comes into my life, I say to myself, "Is it DCS? Is it YouTube? Is it software?" And if the answer is no, then I don't do it. Interesting. That's crazy. And those are you're kind of going up against what are those companies? Jungle Scout and Helium Six. Helium yeah, 10, yeah. So Helium 10 has Helium 10, yeah. been aggressively pursuing me to be their affiliate for, all, it feels like years. Oh, I bet. Yeah. And you know, I, I like all those guys. Um, I have the relationship. You know, Greg is the owner of Jungle Scout. He was the guy who I first learned from. So I have like a special place in my heart with him. Um, and then Viral Launch um, is, you know, Casey's one of my, you know, close friends who runs that. So it's not really competition. The, the market's infinite. But yeah not taking advantage of the followership that I've created with my own platform to kind of monetize on the front with a course and then also on the back kind of, you know, creating a software that people use so you get paid to get paid kind of. Mm -hmm. um, and obviously you're, you're helping your students by creating like the most user-friendly tools that are, you know, have the most powerful kind of uh, things, things uh, charging them. So it just doesn't make sense. Like when you have a huge following, not having software suites and SaaS products to facilitate and like further monetize and further help your students doesn't make any sense, but a lot of people just can't, don't have the kind of foresight to do that. And in my opinion, software is like the apex, right? Like soft, like the click funnels, the Microsoft's, like all that, like that's like the top. There's nothing above software. Like you can create a billion dollar software company. Like nobody creates a billion dollar course company. Yep. Right. Like Tony Robbins has gotten close, but you know, I'm not going to tra go travel like 300 days a year for 40 years to do it. Yep. Yeah. And he's, he's, yeah, he's totally an outlier in, in our industry. That's awesome. And that's, that's actually really, uh, really admirable. That's, that's the way to go. That's the next level. I'm just wondering, what do you think, 
Here's another like kind of off sequitur. We're kind of nearing the end here. What what do you think, you know, a lot of people learn from um, people like you, even from people like me. What do you, what do you think is the future of online education? Is it, or just the future of education is, is, do you think it's going to be more and more? Do you think people should go to business school or do you think people are going to be learning more and more from people like YouTubers? Like YouTube has just blown up in the past few years. I mean, what is, what is the future? Yeah. So, I mean, the future of, of, of online is free content, right? Like people are too greedy. Like they, they try to charge for things up front. What they don't realize is there's so many options online. If you don't build rapport for free and getting people in the door is the hardest part. So the reason that my business has grown so fast is because we give away so much for free on YouTube, right? Mm -hmm. And people say like, oh, Kevin's an asshole. Like, you know, he's the worst. I have all these people saying like, are you serious? Like, think about how much Kevin's given us for free, right? So like it it makes people like you. It makes the market like you by giving everything away for free. It gets people more interested. You get people into your ecosystem, into your pixels, email lists, subscribers, like social media, right? And then whenever you decide to then sell something after adding all that value, building that rapport, you know, helping people, then the reciprocity principle, and I don't know how much you, you've kind of read into Robert Cialdini's stuff, but the reciprocity principle is one of the most powerful buyer decision um, factors out of anything, right? Mm-hmm. So like people feel like they owe you something, they'll buy anything from you, right? It's, it's the reciprocity principle. So I can't even tell you how many people who bought my course have emailed me and said, Kevin, you gave me so much for free. I felt like I had to buy your course. Mm-hmm. Like literally, I've gotten hundreds of emails that say that exact same thing. And so, you know, people just get it wrong. And what they don't realize is by giving away everything for free, you make a hundred times more money than if you try to charge for everything up front. That's huge. That's huge. Dude, that's, that's monster. And for everybody listening to this, leading with value, I think is kind of like an overarching like thing you're talking about here is, is a huge, huge, I think, shift in um, what we're doing and you're really leading the way there. So two more questions. Um, well, first, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go into the Peter Thiel question, which is, uh, what is something you believe that most people wouldn't agree with you on? I don't think that it's necessary to go to college. Uh, I think a lot of people would probably have, be, uh, you know, against that opinion. And I'm, I'm also a hypocrite because I went to college, but I, I had to experience my life up until now to formulate that opinion. Like when I was younger, I didn't even think of an, it, it was an option not to go to college. Right? Cause like my whole reality was dictated by my parents and my upbringing. Right. So like, to me, it was like just after high school, you went to college and that's just what happened. That's what everyone did. Right. And so like there, I, there wasn't a, there wasn't a choice in my mind, but now having learned what I learned, I enjoyed college. Like it was fun. I had a lot of fun. I, I drank a lot of alcohol. You know, I made a lot of poor decisions, but it's like if I had started entrepreneurship like sooner and like got like an internship with like a smart, like entrepreneur, not like some bullshit, like, you know, nine to five job, but with like a like smart entrepreneur, like I would go work for him for free and freaking eat ramen every night. Like that's what I wish I would have done. Um, if I, if I could go back to like 18, right. Or I would just go on YouTube and like start hustling myself to death every night until I made it work. Yeah. That's awesome. And, uh, last thing is, um, for people who are just like starting out and they want to work for themselves, like what's your advice for them? What's the first step they should take? My advice would be literally like start creating content. Like, even if you think you're the worst person in the world and like, you know, if you don't have a camera, if you have nothing, like, I don't care. Like, I guarantee you that 99% of people listening to this podcast right now have a phone. 
that has a camera, right? Start recording yourself right now and start. And like, if you don't know what to record, go on YouTube and, and type in how to make money online or how to meditate or whatever. Watch that content, absorb it, summarize it, and then remake content and then just start uploading it to YouTube, upload it to Instagram. And what you'll find is, you know, you'll get a couple of views, right? And maybe you'll get a subscriber like once a week, right? But you'll get better each day that you upload something. You'll say, oh, okay. So like the first time I, I put a title, that said something random. But then I realized that the guy who's ranking first, the title says how to meditate online or how to meditate step-by-step for beginners. So maybe I should make my title that, right? And maybe you'll, you'll upload a video and you won't have a thumbnail. And then you'll realize, okay, well, that person has a thumbnail that looks like this, right? With big, bold text. That's the, that's the style of text. You start to learn these nuances that you can only learn by doing the thing, right? So you have to be in the race to win it. And so if, you, if you're spending your time and spinning your wheels and wasting your time and energy and life, you know, going to like a McDonald's job or like an accounting job, you get good at, at making someone else a fortune, right? But the sooner that you start doing something and getting better each day at something that has an infinitely high scale, like building a following, right? Like nothing that I've ever found is like a following. Like for example, no, no job that I've ever heard about, no job that I've ever found where you can where you can press a button, you can click send, and a hundred thousand dollars flows into your bank account magically. Like there's just not many things like that that exist. But when you build a passionate a passionate following of people that you've added value to and you've really helped change their life, they'll buy anything from you, right? And like once you start to like think about it on a large scale, when when you have a, a thousand subscribers, right, or ten thousand subscribers, or a hundred thousand. 1% of 100,000 is 1,000 people. If 1,000 people bought a $100 product from you, right, it starts to really add up very, very quickly. And people just don't realize the scale that having a following kind of gives you um, until they do it. And so if I could go back in time, I would start building a following instantly. And I would slap anyone in the face who told me that YouTube was too saturated or it's too late, blah, 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 right? Let them all talk. And then you do it, and then they'll all ask you how you did it once you do. That's freaking rad. That's freaking rad. And I, t- I totally agree with you. Now, uh, last thing before, before we end, you, you ready to get owned in our rap battle, bro? Oh, my gosh. Ready to oh, get owned? Yeah. Okay, so for all the podcast listeners here, I'm going to call John out right here because he's already hiring ghostwriters off. <laughs> and the- your boy is gonna write his own rap. I don't know. Yo, to- yo, yo. No, I, I'm just getting inspiration. Bro, I <laughs> nah, bro. No, ghostwriters are are some some weak ass fiver <laughs> shit, bro. Like I'll write my own stuff. <laughs> okay, bro. You'll we'll 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 see we'll see how it comes out. I mean, it depends on how weak. We'll 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 see. We'll let the uh we'll we'll let the battle do the talking itself, but but it's on. It's officially on. When when we uh, are we gonna do it? When I come out there, are you come out here. I'm down. Yeah. So like my okay. so my friend that we recorded with, um, <laughs> he he does the music videos for Kodak Black, and and he lives in LA. Oh shit! He's not that expensive either. I think he's like fifteen hundred dollars a day or something. Oh shit! <laughs> okay. He literally like record our music video for us and like make it so fresh. Dude, I'm doing it to the beat of uh, Still Dre. I just made it simple, simple beat. Doom, doom, doom. I don't know. I'm, I'm down. I used to listen to Drake when I was in high school. I thought I was the fucking shit, dude. I bet. We have to choose something that we can get to, that we can actually post on YouTube, though. So we might have to pick something that's copyright free. 
Okay. The the rhymes are, I don't, I don't even care. I don't care about the YouTube monetization, but I, I want the acapella. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Well, we'll, we'll either way we'll do it when I'm, uh, when I'm out there, but, uh, dude, thank you. Thank you, uh, so much for, uh, being on this, being on the podcast. I'm super stoked. People, uh, people got to learn from you because you have amazing experience and uh what you say i think i mean everyone listening the mindset here i one one thing that i've you know the mindset this guy has for just staying in things and sticking things through have created those opportunities for him to bust through so make sure uh if you enjoy what he's saying make sure to go check out his youtube channel he shares so much free content out there it's amazing what you're doing and uh thank you once again kevin for uh being on Absolutely, guys. Come check it out. Kevin David on YouTube. And um, I promise you guys, I'll try to grow a beard as sexy as John's one day. (laughs) Hi, man. Take her easy. Thanks. All right. That's a wrap. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Internet Jet Set Podcast. Now, if you're not subscribed already, be sure to do so now. And if you enjoyed this episode, I'd love it if you could do me a quick favor and rate and review the podcast on the Apple Podcast app. Now, this lets the platform know that I'm doing something right and people like you love the content. It'll be a huge help and I would be super grateful. Also, be sure to head over to my YouTube channel. My name is John Cristani on YouTube, C-R-E-S-T-A-N-I. And pick up my free course on affiliate marketing that'll be available once you subscribe. Now, this free course will describe to you in detail the methods I used to become wealthy in my own internet business without having to invest lots of money or uh, have any employees. So this is the same system used by thousands of students of mine all over the world to earn a side or a full-time income. Now, until next time, money loves speed, so let's get it.